Okay. We are recording. Hi, guys, and welcome to the worst, worst podcast, podcast of, of all time. time. Uh, we're your hosts. My name is Timely, and this is. My name is Iggy. We are here from, once again, the uh, palatial couch mm -hmm. on Robin Street. I know what that means now. And you I'm said using it correctly, it correctly this time. so we both learned. Good for us. We're drinking some Topa Chico hard seltzers. I am indulging in the strawberry guava. As am I. All right. And today we have a wonderful podcast somewhat prepared for you. <laughs> Timely, tell me, tell me what happened. Well, I'll start with today because I can only remember things like I feel like um, if I start from where I am now, I can backtrack. If you ask me what I did last Tuesday, I'll never remember. But if so we start at this Tuesday, I might. So you're kind of like a memento type situation. Yes. You I, saw that movie? Uh, oh yes. Memento. Have you seen the Brooklyn Nine Nine um, episode where Pimento has? Oh, a, Pimento uh, has yeah, a memento episode. Yes. Oh my god. I, <laughs> um, no, so I went in a, uh, it was a Texas primary runoff election. Oh, yeah, you voted. Bullshit this morning. I went and voted. Um, I know I don't look like it, but I am someone that practices my civic duty um, all the time. But you do time. look like it. And you, like, you, you and I both look like we practice our civic duty aggressively, aggressively. To, to the detriment of our relationships with people. <laughs> and I'm like, and where we were it. you? November <laughs> Yeah. 2018. Where were you when the Democratic Party actually grew a pair and coalesced around not Bernie Sanders? Because I was angry. Oh, well. Well, moving on. Um, <laughs> but I went and did that this morning. It was actually really nice. I went to the uh, location near my house, and walking up, there was a woman on the phone. She looks at me. She goes, are, are you are you so-and-so's daughter? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. She goes, vote for my dad. Wow. And, 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 and so she, I was like, you know what? That was really good. Uh, I mean, that is personalized. That was personalized advertising. But she did know who, who my mom was, and um, I, I had it, there wasn't a line or I, anything. I feel like the kind of person that would know who your mom is would have a parent that whose political views probably align oh, with yeah, yours no, too. Yeah, like, no, we did, we we vote together. Me and yeah. Mom. Um, one of the things that was like interesting while, while I was in there is. Um, I was in there voting. A few people came in and said the same thing. A few people came in and they were like, I really hate that I have to um, declare. I hate that I have to declare. Declare like. Uh, Republican or Democrat. Oh, that's right. Which I in understand. in primaries you can only vote for. Yeah. In, but prim follow. Yeah. Thank so you. in primaries you can only vote for, you have to pick one. And um, I'm like, do you just want like a, a sh like just a long sheet? Uh, I I don't know, I, I don't understand how that would how it would like I, I understand the kind of like man fuck this I'm not trying to be labeled I want to have freedom of choice like actual freedom of choice uh, for throughout all the ballots but also I feel like is is it do they not do that due to like to not so, all the like Democrats go and try to like well yeah so like, that's, that's the, the logic that's the logic behind yeah. it right because if in states where you are allowed to vote for whichever primary you want usually. Uh, usually you can still only vote in one. Mm -hmm. If I, there are states where when you register with a party, you gain the right to be able to vote in the primary of that party, but you can't vote in the primary of another party. That's Texas. 
I believe you. you no, know, yeah, it is. Yeah. Te- te- so I'm actually registered. I am certified to register people to vote in Texas. That is yeah. awesome. So if any of you listeners want to get um, registered to vote in the state of Texas, I can actually like mail you a thing and that's pretty you can cool. Mail it back. Everybody, honestly, I'm surprised that registering to vote isn't an automatic thing. I uh, it's it, disappointing. But it is with your drive. When, with the, there's an option on your drive when you go to, when you get your your ID. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's you should have. To, I feel like that should also be included with um, getting your car inspection, for example, or some other thing that is already a very naturally recurring. I got thing. I got registered to vote at Numbers. Jesus <laughs> Actually, Christ! Actually, yeah, right when I turned eighteen, um, me and my mom went to eighties uh, Numbers on Friday. Jesus and, Christ! Um, There's so much to unpack there. Yeah, explains so much. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady sitting there, and um, I was like, "Wow, well, I do need to be registered." Yeah, you do. So, yeah, I, you, know, you know, that's why. That's one of the reasons. Voting. That is like the main reason I decided uh, to become like a registrar or whatever is because. I throw, you know, a lot of, like, brave stuff and, like, events and, um... You interact with a lot of people that might not otherwise think about voting Mm -hmm. or realize how much their vote can actually impact another person's life. And so that's... I have a... So that's that's something that... If I ever hear somebody say, like, oh, I don't vote, my vote doesn't matter, my project for the rest of the time I know that person (laughs) is to just break them down until they finally say fine i'll fucking vote just, just stop talking just to me talk. he's like you know what that's cool show up with an i voted sticker the next time that we have an election and i don't like i will never speak to i this will again. never i will never bring it up again we can have an entire friendship based around not politics <laughs> i'm not sure how that's gonna work but i will try for you dave uh, no, for you dave yeah dave minda specifically he knows who he is i broke <laughs> oh. him down <laughs> When we like, work together, non-voting Dave. No, you think he used to be, and then I just talked at him for like two years. Are you talking at someone? I know, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, other than that, that's. Um, I was kind of sick this weekend. I thought I maybe had COVID, but I don't. Hooray, um, COVID. And let's see. Before that, oh. Yeah, last week. Last week, what did we do last? week? I don't think we did a whole bunch. No. That last week felt really quick, actually. Last, last week, week felt, felt really, really quick. quick. Like, it was Monday and then Thursday. And Last week felt really quick. This past weekend felt quick as hell. This has been this has been the weekend of video games for me. I just melted into my couch for two days. Yeah. And I needed it. I was just Turns out. Yeah. Like, I just... Oh, I did meet my godson. Which was oh yeah, you were talking about nice. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, because uh, he was born during COVID. Yeah, the last time that I had seen uh, my, he was my my roommate. I was a sophomore. He was a senior in college. Uh, my friend Rodrigo, and the last time I had seen him and his wife, his wife was pregnant, and I catered their um, baby shower. Oh, it was a really like nice moment. We just hung out, and I hadn't seen him since then. And now I see them, and they're beautiful two-year-old. Oh, yeah, that's really sweet. That's a big. Baby. He did. He did not name the baby after me, which I took a little personally. But I do get to be the godfather. Oh, like there's so, no little Iggy anywhere. Oh God, no, Thank we don't. God. We don't need that yet. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, Stand Bad, watch Astros this weekend. How'd they do? Um, we were doing really good, and then we were doing really not so good. 
So it sounds like you did like like we did pretty okay. Pretty <laughs> we average. did pretty. Uh, no, I'm, like, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think uh, statistically speaking, fine. we were doing great though. We were on the road. We had eight eight runs in a row, or eight wins in a row. Um, but not so much. Um, let's see. What else you do this week? What else I do this week? Well, the weekend was, I, so I started out Friday with something I don't usually do, because I usually don't like spending money. Just I in general, love spending money, I bro. don't I like spending money. money. I don't have that default habit. The same way like, I love my ex boyfriend. It's the same way I love spending money. Oh, so in unhealthy ways that are actively damaging to your life now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm glad you're trying to get over both of them. Take my, I, I put half my paycheck away in a deep dark hole. I can't find it. So. That is fantastic. Just like the feelings from my ex boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even talking about one specific ex boyfriend. I just think I'm just talking about amalgamation. the amalgamation of the one yes. that they all create. So yes, all of you. no, all of them in an idealized <laughs> version of man. Those people were terrible. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm, just... I'm so glad I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> uh, no, but I was saying. So I don't like. I don't have that habit of. I get drunk, I'm happy, I'm going to spend money. No, I get drunk, I'm happy, I'm going to go home and play video games. Right? But for some games. reason, I bought yeah, a video game. As I say, do you drunkenly I, buy video games? I bought a video game. Usually just the PlayStation Plus free games yeah, yeah. tied me over. But I had been thinking about Final Fantasy XII for a minute. Oh, you have been thinking and, about Final oh, Fantasy Oh, man, and it's I bought it on Friday and just have been playing it almost nonstop since. And it has aged so well no it got it got better than it was because i'd originally played the playstation 2 version before they had this like massive update re-release for it that fixed my biggest issues with the game not to go into too much detail because i promise i will listen to you talk about your sims family i promise but there's going to be a moment where i say that's enough and this is your this is your cue to tell me that's enough please tell me about your sims family i like final fantasy i can listen to video games forever um (laughs) we're both super nerdy people and like video games dungeons and dragons uh magic gathering i fucking hate magic the gathering well you're wrong um but like uh my i'm really obsessed with the sims during covid the sims 4 went on sale for like 4.99 and me and all my girlfriends would like FaceTime each other and just play okay, Sims. Okay, that's really cute. But, I'm really into that though. But it's not it's not a multiplayer game. But you it's not play. about <laughs> Sims. It's about having an excuse to interact with people at a time where we're all just like Oh, uh, me and my friends stayed we for... stayed on like FaceTime like yeah. all day long. Um so we played we played The Sims and I'm like still obsessed with it. So much like my real life, my Sims character is, and I'm playing a scenario, and so I have to like get these two goals, and one of them is to become a comedian, and the other one is to have like a rom-com storyline with her. So you're playing <laughs> the Sims of your own life and watching the Sims do better? If I remember correctly, because like that Sim is getting paid to tell jokes. She is, getting and paid we to are tell- not. No, no, no. She comes home from open mics with two hundred and fifty-six dollars, and the only way I've come home from an open mic with two hundred and fifty-six dollars is something I can't say. Nope. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Nope. How about exchange of uh, not not of goods, not services? Oh, that's that's uh, enough incriminating evidence. Exactly. It's all a joke. Everything's mm. a joke. 
Um, I love comedy podcasts. Plausible deniability forever. Um, <laughs> Two best words in the English so language. So yeah, but recently, so she had, she accidentally had a set of twins. The Sim. The Sim. The Sim. And recently, she just had another set of twins. And she's got a four by four. So she's got a, so. I've been holding on to that joke for this moment. That is the most genuine reaction. Out of a joke I will ever get from you, and I'm thrilled. My head it. down. Yeah, head down, laughing, just semi silent. Um. So yeah, that's my sim. So I make Iggy listen to me about my sims, and now y'all. So I'm so sorry. This is great. Um. People chose this, I think, at this point. They're just doing it because they are they are our friends. Yeah, they chose to be supportive because they're good friends. Shout out to our friends. All three of y'all. <laughs> And that, like, there's a Venn diagram where <laughs> one yeah, the overlaps. Venn diagram of our friends is a circle. <laughs> Just a circle. No, you don't know my weird rave people. You I can, mean, you though. don't. You, I probably. <laughs> you don't know all of my college friends. No, I met a few of them at your birthday. That was nice. Yeah, they uh, um, they're good people. Let's see. Okay, on to the next part, maybe. How yeah. are you, Iggy? How am I? I mean, I'm pretty good. I had a. Oh, we got the equipment on in the kitchen. No, 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 no. I'm so, asking about your feelings. Well, no, that's what I'm okay. getting to that. These okay. like these things require context. You can't just announce your emotions. I've you never never got that memo. I've <laughs> never walked into a room and said, I'm angry. No, I walk into a room and say, This happened. This is how I reacted to it. See, right? I like to go, I'm angry and then everyone's it's it's like um it's the hook. <laughs> oh god, no, you need a build up. There's this is a slow burn. No, so we got the equipment on in the kitchen. So I've been able to actually cook food in a professional kitchen, not my own. A nice for the first kitchen, time. by the All way. All new a equipment. Nice, like, big ass new. It, it, I, when I walked in there for the first time, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that was my reaction too. Um, but I, I was able to cook, and I made migas on the first day, mm -hmm. right? Like on Friday. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to like, I'll be damned if my sous chef is going to be the first person to use these burners or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, great dude, but man, I, I'd do this first. And so I made me I am this. chef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For the first time. I'm thrilled about this. But I, uh, I made migas and I was like, I'd say to our owner, like, hey, you got to, you got to try this. Like, come on. And he's like, oh my God. So would you, would you do? I'm like, all right. You see each one of these like small nonstick pans with the eggs, the cheese, and all of it. Each one has half a stick of butter in it. <laughs> That's what makes everything taste better. People are scared to use butter. It's like the next time a recipe says like use a teaspoon or use a tablespoon or two tablespoons, do yourself a favor. Just throw the whole fucking stick in there. No, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I like, do if that. If it's not baking, then yeah, just. Throw and, a whole stick instead of a cube. Just yeah. If mm. any any recipe ever tell like I love, you know, I love to cook. I cook at home all the time, and I I like to declare myself as like the professional ghetto chef. Like I can like you know those things you have in your pantry that have been there forever and you haven't. Oh used yeah, like them. a chop challenge. And, yeah, so I excel at those because it's always my little brother being like, I'm hungry. I don't know what we had to make. Because he'll come to me if it's difficult. If it's something he, like, you know, he'll do it. So I mean, I'm, Yeah, I'm if there's, like, cheese like, and bread, you can make a grilled cheese. He'll, he'll do that. I'm stuck with, like, pumpkin puree, 
uh, gochujang, some rice, and like, but no, I made that. I made, immediately sounds like you make a pretty good like taku taku yeah. equivalent mm-hmm. out of that. The other day, I found some. Uh, um, it's like this weird. It's called pickled mango, and it's a. That it, sounds delicious. It, it's it's a very traditional Indian like dip sauce spread thing and it's hold up hold up so and it's it's kind of like just rough chopped mango and like a curry pickle sauce paste and so now it's, I'm it's somewhere like relish we, and whatever now i'm thinking what if we pickled mangoes hear me out we pickle mangoes those are my two favorite words <laughs> and then and then we puree them right so then this we have this mango puree. puree yeah we have a mango puree that looks looks like a sweet potato puree Right, so then you can do stuff of like, oh, what looks like something that goes like, I like looks that. like something that would go with sweet potatoes, and we can just lean into a dessert that looks like an entree. I really like dessert that's not in your face, like, I'm a fucking cake or I'm a whatever. My favorite, um, there was, used to be this restaurant open in Austin called Sway, and it was a um, Asian restaurant. To, to a degree, but like a very elevated kind of fancy like thing, and uh, it's my it was my favorite restaurant because they, the bar seating wasn't at the bar; it was around their open kitchen, and it was in the corner, and it very went cool. like this, and it was. I've never seen better communication in a kitchen, and as silent, you couldn't like you, like everyone there was there no one hey blah 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 order in order in everyone was like like finger talking with each other and speaking very like respectfully wow. and wonderful huh. so i would go and sit there and just eat this wonderful crazy beautiful looking like fancy food but they had this dessert that was just a mango sorbet with sesame seed like black powder um and it looked it looked like a piece of abstract art and, and so it was like this really weird but the the thing was the, the mango sorbet that they made but with this like this the chalky white chocolate like a little bit around and then um you know some like sesame garlic with that so it was like bitter too mm-hmm. it was bitter and sweet and fruity and and tangy and those are like those are those really creative kind of desserts because i'm like at the end it's like it, it's a treat and it's not a treat I, I know and expect, Man. and that's what makes it a better treat. I, I lean almost the exact opposite. You on want desserts. that like I my two favorite dessert flavors are mint chocolate or well you're wrong. Uh, mint chocolate or like a key lime pie, like lemon bars, that kind of that kind of thing, right? And I remember so I stodged at Rosie Cannonball, right? And I remember finishing my stage. There's like 20 minutes left of the kitchen being open. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I've nibbled at a lot of the entrees and stuff. I actually want to try some of these desserts. And I remember the, uh, the pastry chef, or one of the pastry chefs, was a girl named Hannah, who made this fantastic like mint sorbet with cocoa nibs. And I was so yeah. Angry. No, that sounds oh nice, but God. that's like that takes that again that traditional and kind of elevates exactly. Like but it was very much an in your face. This is the dessert, mm-hmm. and oh um, my God. you said key lime pie, and it reminded me of one time me and my my ex boyfriend, who I'm still very good friends with. I love him. Um, uh, we were together for like two and a half years. We went to Florida with his parents and um, his siblings, and his mom. <laughs> stopped and got a key lime pie everywhere that we went and i don't really like key lime pie but like at the end i was i was i was in it with her being like you know what this one 
This one is better than the last one that we had. Oh, yeah. You become a, a connoisseur. I will say, like, Florida, um, Florida, I've never been to, like, uh, the, the mainland Florida. I was in Key West. Uh, we got off the plane and we just drove from, I think, like, Miami, Orlando. I think it was Orlando to Key West. I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how the geography Florida works. Of I do not know how Florida works. I just know that Florida is where scary things happen. Yeah. This is a general rule. No, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think because Wait, the I was... the key lime pie is scary to you? Yes. Uh, it's No food should be that green. <laughs> Fair point. Um, All right. But I feel like since I was on an island and it wasn't like technically attached to Florida, I had the best time. Uh, it, it was, I thought it was going to be very... Um, I never have been on a vacation like that to like a tourist town. Okay. You know, I've, I've never, ever done that. And going, it, we rented like a little, like, like Honda scooter that like we drove around everywhere. But my favorite thing is, if you don't know that, no, the pineapple, is, did you get the margarita or the pineapple? No, nah, this is the pineapple. That's all we have left. The pineapple is not good. The, oh, okay. man. You heard it here, guys. Don't drink the, the Topo the, Chico The pineapple, ah, oh, the other ones were so good, and I do you not. You like the margarita flavor? I did not like the margarita. I just don't like the flavor of Oh, I like pineapple. this. I like this. Oh, God. It's like no, candy. This is, mm. Like, I'm going to power through this because I don't believe in sobriety. Just hold your nose. But. <laughs> just hold your nose. Um, but the coolest thing in Key West, Florida is the um, Ernest Hemingway house. So his house is still oh, there. Right. Um, and it now houses. Ernest Hemingway had, uh, he had a, a rival. No, no, he had a rivalry with another author. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the name? Fuck. Why can't I remember? I went to like seven Ernest Hemingway museums. Well, this of weekend. course. Fuck it. Our, <laughs> industry, that weekend. our industry has a hard on for uh, Ernest Hemingway in a way that is a little no, uh, it, it's an, so, harmful. Yeah. <laughs> but they have his house, his historic house. You can go, you know how you can go into houses, they have tours and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I am aware of how they have tourism and stuff. <laughs> I understand. But it was nice. It was a F. Scott Fitzgerald. There you go. Yeah, they was yeah. they was mm, they, they was not friends. They, they was not friends. Um, but you go into his house, and there are fifty nine six toed cats that live in this house, and forty more regular cats, because they are That's all direct. Cats. Yeah. Yes, this house is filled <laughs> with like a hundred cats. And, yes, um, I mean not like a hundred ninety nine. Ninety nine. The math abides. Uh, because apparently it used to be good luck if uh, you gave someone a, a six toed a polydactyl uh, is what that's called a polydactyl cat to someone on their wedding day. It's like good luck and you know huh. prosper be your marriage type shit. All right. And so all of these cats. Are direct descendants from Ernest Hemingway's polydactyl marriage cat. Oh, and, that's so cool! And there's like three vets on uh, on salary that are there that's about all the so time. And so cool. it was really cool because it's this old house where everything's still you know kept exactly yeah. as it was. I mean, it's a historical it's artifact. A, it's a historical artifact, which I've gone to um, almost like every historic site in Texas. Not ever, but. Because Texas is huge, but Texas that's what I spent most of my life growing up. We want up, everything to be part of our history. So you, sorry, sorry. But so it Texas. was really funny for the first time. I'm walking through this like old historic home, and seeing the typewriter Ernest Hemingway like was typing at, and a cat 
like laying on the desk licking his balls next to it. And and there is like a cat like on their on their their bed their bed and in the bathtub and everywhere. And so I go outside. They have a beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful courtyard. It's a fucking huge house. And I'm sitting on a bench. One of these little six-toed motherfuckers comes up, sits in my lap, and starts making biscuits on my boobs. And I have pictures of it, and it's like I don't think I've ever looked more happy. <laughs> and like in that moment, I was like, you know what? I might just need to go to veterinary school. I was like, because I mean, this is my dream option. job. <laughs> Is your dream job actually veterinary school or is your dream job just a stay-at-home cat lady? My dream job is to just like hang out with like 50 six-toed cats. It that sounds live in like Irvin's your Hemingway dream job Florida. is stay-at-home It's a cat block lady. away from the Ernest Hemingway Distillery where you can get fucking hella drunk. Well, that's what he did. I know. Which is part of where oh, I went to his museum. He had this like really weird obsession with this. Him. Like there was this very small museum there had his stuff and um it he had if i i don't remember like remember exactly what but i remember being like oh my god like he has a juicy kind of like life and story and like uh yeah like, no his like, life was super tumultuous yeah, and no. traumatic and I not felt, a thing that we should try to emulate i no, cannot stress no, this enough no i know that's what i'm saying it's not good no, no, not good. it's pretty it's but pretty if you mix fantastic Ernest art. hemingway light rum with Ernest hemingway dark rum it tastes amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you know that if you get drunk, things feel better? I'm saying in the same shot glass. Yeah, I understand what like you're saying. It tastes like a cocktail. It's very you crazy. You said to mix them. Okay, go home, and if you have a Don't. light rum and a dark rum, mix them together. It tastes like this like very interesting cocktail. Do it. I don't know. Maybe I was drunk, but do it. Yeah, you Well, <laughs> statistically speaking, yes, you were. Number one. <laughs> Number two, please only do that if you are over the age of 21. <laughs> oh, actually, only listen or, to this podcast yeah, that's if you're over point. the yeah. age of 21. Let's, let's assume let's that everyone listening assume. from here on out is an adult. All disclaimers, <laughs> subsequent, etc. And I feel like I've made should, myself perfectly redundant here. <laughs> should we have at the beginning a disclaimer section? I mean, at this point, let's gloss over it. Sup, bitches? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay, next So thing. you were talking about... Oh, the... Uh, Wait, how am I this week? I how are you this week? We got into this whole thing off of how am I this week. How are you this week? I am... I don't know. I feel like I'm teetering because we're, we're, getting, we're getting close to opening. Um, and I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, but I, I'm doing good. I just still like... Was not. I just got just sick this weekend, so it's kind of just saying sick. Just kind of like half speed like, when you're getting back. Yeah, I've been kind of meh, but I feel like as of two hours ago, maybe she's back, and we get to go to improv today, I'm and we get to go do stand up. So Dan Electro, we'll be good. I think right. I was just like sick and alone, so I was like, <laughs> but now I'm good. Oh god, that's why I started going to improv in the first place. I know that's why I brought you. <laughs> yeah, I finally like I started to interact with people, and my life just got better. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Make friends and treat yes. them well. That's put that fucking show on my tombstone. Wait, don't bury me. We had this conversation. Yeah, last we did. Podcast. Well, <laughs> that one might actually not see the light of day because it was no, bad. no. That was the first one. Oh, that's right. Okay, ask each other. Let's see. I'm gonna ask you. You're gonna ask me first. 
I'm going to ask you for... All right. This is going to be the part of the podcast where I think every... We wrote a structure this time, and I'll just go out and tell you. I feel like like we're over-explaining the structure. We can just let the structure be. Okay, well, this is the part where we ask each other esoteric questions. And hopefully we're using the esoteric word correctly. I don't actually know. But, all right, here's the here's the question. Here's the question. The, Fer, uh, the Fermi paradox. Sorry, the Fermi paradox. Not to be confused with the Fernet paradox. The Fermi paradox. Either we are alone in this universe or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. Mm-hmm. Right? So, do you think that we are alone in the universe? Like, do you think there is life somewhere mm-hmm. out there or not? And why? And what are some, like, there are a couple different theories. I just want to know what you think. Um, I, I definitely, I don't know. There's two sides of, like, my kind of thinking about the world. And there's, like, the kind of, you know, trippy psychedelic where, like, part of me where you know we just could be a simulation. And this could be something very weird and blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of goes into that. But that's not really, I believe that, like, I, I think, dude, aliens are probably talking to us all the time and we don't know. Like, honestly. Uh, I think, I, I do, I do. I'm, I am not on board <laughs> with that take, like, I at just, all. I just don't think, I think it's going to be in such a very different kind of way. But, I mean, there is life on other planets. We know that for a fact. Well, here's the thing. I do think that there, so, life on other planets is a very different measuring stick from civilization you think on a, other planets. I think there are right? civilizations so, like well, yeah, way like far be, away. Beyond what, but that's, so that's where, where I, like my opinion on this one, like I definitely think that statistically speaking, there has that's to be some kind of civilization out there else in the universe. But here's the other interesting thing. Because so much time has passed, it is a statistically not insignificant uh there is a statistically non-insignificant chance that because our civilization has had access to like space communication etc for so little time that in this thin strip of time along the universe right like this cross section of the universe there aren't any others so right now in our lifetimes there are no other no uh, yeah civilizations I, I believe in the I, yeah no I I, f- I fuck with that because I feel like you know maybe it's just our turn right now kind of type shit you know and what how I mean and, then, be like, yeah. and is that how quickly civilizations burn themselves into it's kind of starting to look like it yeah the world is ending around us so um yeah no actually that's that's really cool I never really thought about it like that of uh, being like. There's probably many before and many after. Infinitely many afterwards and, until the inevitable heat. Yeah, because like you know, we think about we know like our Earth's history, but there's no way for us to go back and figure out what the fuck else was going on during dinosaur times, and like like really, oh, yeah, really, like, like, if like there was any other, sort of like, communication. Like what was going on? on like interesting thing about dinosaur Mars, times in dinosaur times, uh, Stegosaurus lived more closely in time to humans than it you know did how to high we T-Rexes. Are? You know how high we are? I've told you this before, haven't I? I told you this. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I I go, you like told, a... No, you told me. Yeah, I told you that. And then I like, told you ago. that um, I think Triceratops or something like that 
um, are closer related to us than no, I don't. Look, no, I think you're I, really. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna. No, I told you this last time because you told me some other kind of fact, and then I told you that fact. No, that was definitely because one because I know that I have shared that with other people. I saw it on Reddit. Okay, you know, well, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> My esoteric question is, you know that feeling when you meet a stranger, and it feels like you've known them. What do you think that feeling is? What do I think? That, so I think that feeling, well, first of all, I'll have to think about it. It's a callback. That is, that is, exactly. But, uh, no, so I think that when you get that feeling of knowing someone from before, even though it's the first time that you've met them, I, I think that that person is usually someone that you can easily form a parallel with someone else in your life. Yeah, that reminds you of somebody. It reminds you of somebody, and then, like, you realize that, and then you ask them a question or put them in a situation where it's like, well, this person that I'm reminded of would do this thing, and then they do that same thing, and you're just like, all right, cool. Like, I... I know how to handle this situation. I understand... uh, Yeah, like, I understand what this, like, archetype of human is, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that does make sense. So, that's what I think that I think it's the... It's a subconscious realization that this person reminds me of this person. And the strongest feeling of that is when you realize that somebody reminds you of a way that you are or a way that you were mm-hmm. in a given situation. Yeah, that makes right? sense. I, I, think that's, I think that's what that is, mm-hmm. is you, you recognizing somebody else. You recognizing yourself and your circle in a stranger. Mm-hmm is like a really humbling experience mm-hmm. of, oh my God, other people have feelings too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Empathy mm-hmm. is real and I should practice it mm-hmm. more often, no matter how often I am practicing it. Mm-hmm. It's just a good thing to do. Interesting. Yeah. yeah very nice. What do you think it is? Um, I'm, I'm totally hippy dippy on this type of shit. Like I think, uh, that's your, like, your souls who've connected and either like parallel universes that we can like slightly tap into, which I know, like I know I'm crazy, but you, I've done enough. The microphone does not capture the eye roll. No, no, it doesn't. No, this. it doesn't. Like I'm not, no, I don't, be- I didn't I shame just, your beliefs. I know. I know. Fair. That. Yep. Yeah. Um, you don't want to shame our, our, our listeners who might agree with I'm me. I'm not shaming any of it. No. I want to be really clear. I'm just saying um, I disagree I with it. From my uh, psychedelic practices, uh, that like I I do very much believe and like like par- parallel universe theories like a, that that's a thing. And I do so I believe that we as people we can't necessarily consciously harness all that power. But I've accidentally dipped into it, and I think that's what instinct is a lot. And so like. Um, because like, I feel like your brain and your, 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 your subconscious has this almost like physical, like memory of, of being with certain people being like, and, and that kind of, I don't know. That's how, that, that's kind of where I go on that. And I, I feel also my, my thing is whenever I meet people, I feel like you can visualize your connection with them. If like there was a tree trunk that grew between you where it connects both of you while some, while only because some of them are very thin little fucking twigs 
And you know, then, then some of them are like fucking tree trunks. Tree trunks. Like yeah. I always say, me and my brother, we have like a fucking tree trunk, like connection of like friendship. And I feel like I've known. I feel like it's your sibling. Yeah, and but you I, literally but have I, but, known him his entire. Yeah, life. but I, I don't feel like I know another sibling. Oh, you can't just be announcing preferred siblings. <laughs> Natalia, I love you so much. I hope Natalia never sister. listens to this. Um, but with the gay, like with my little brother, I feel like. It's it's and and sometimes whenever I meet people that are strangers, I can like almost visualize it like a like a how big that connection is. And then I mean, you and, did and actually, honestly that on the day that we met, you immediately called me being friends with two people at that restaurant that I am still friends with. Yes. Yeah. I got vibes, bro. That's fair. But so that's kind of that's I always feel like it's like oh shit, what what bank did we rob in what universe? <laughs> Uh, most of them like, in like, another uh, one like like, like did, were we married at one point like who no. no no that no. was that was not a one <laughs> no, not you and me but I mean just other random people cause I be feeling that way sometimes about like the gas station attendant I'm like bro how, were we best friends that one time oh my god and then like you leave and you never see him again Stanley the Manly from the Exxon Mobile on Emancipation Shout out, bud. We were definitely uh, friends in a past life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. That's all right. Let's see. What, what else we got next? Uh-oh. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, um, I think I had a really good day doing this. I'm really excited. I think this is a good warm-up for our, our improv class. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I think we should definitely do this on Tuesdays. I like Tuesdays. So, Tuesdays are a good day. For listening. Mm-hmm.